0: Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Miriam Temeskin, and I am back with Shawnee. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good.
1: I'm just, you know, digging my own space and having some fun, enjoying a little free time. How are you?
0: Good. Um, Probably by the time you're listening to this, I am probably on a plane going somewhere warm. So that's been basically how i'm feeling right now
1: <laughs> period
0: i'm hoping that the the variants will not ruin my trip but,
1: okay because uh, they're on the rise run and run and
0: but um yeah so i'm i'm good um we're getting into the episode of the cosby show season four episode 17 the drum major the episode mm-hmm. aired february 4th 1988 And the episode's about Vanessa wants to be in her school's first drum major. Uh, Meanwhile, Cliff is introduced to one of his father's musician buddies. Okay, so the musician, this is the (laughs) storyline B. I didn't understand, I really didn't understand this whole storyline. I'm like, basically, we have this guy named Slim that Russell has known uh, for over 50 years. And he owes him $100 for uh, an engagement ring that he helped pay for when... He proposed to Anna and I'm like right like that was literally the (laughs) storyline I'm just like what is this
1: yeah so um I mean it is kind of just pretty clear-cut now where he came from (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know that that's the question you know at hand like um but you know they they're good for having some random storylines
2: uh just as you
1: said so um but as far as him, like, not taking the money back, uh, he he said he's tried, well, Russell said he's tried over and over again, and he will not take the money. You know, and we see um, in the episode, he, he tells him why he mm-hmm. won't take the money. Um, basically, like, uh, he listened to a fortune teller,
2: and she told him, if you give people money, you'll receive good fortune.
0: That is true in a way. Like for me, I like I nowadays, like because I, I am financially good um, compared to when I was in university. I, I don't mm-hmm. I, if I give if I give you either a gift or money or whatever it is, or I buy you lunch or a thing. I don't expect anything back. I know when I was in university. I was expecting it back and I would get mad if I don't get that thing back. And there was an episode yeah. uh, recently on a different world um, where Maggie is like frustrated that Denise didn't owe get her, her, money. Her, owed her money and she was just frustrating. I used to be like that when I was in university. I was just like, you owe me money for that, <laughs> that thing. Yeah, I, for
1: real. Because like back then, that's when you learned how to be fiscally responsible. That's when you had to actually penny pitch because you're really offering up what you have for you, you know, like when I was in college, my mom would give me a hundred dollars a month and I'm 18 and I'm wondering how is a hundred dollars a month? Okay. Like how, how how does this work? You know, she's like, well, you're going to have to make it work. And you know, it was a lot of things that I could not do, could not get, like my friends would go out to eat. And sometimes I would have to forego that. Or unless they decided I'll pay for you, you know those were the best times. Love y'all for real, um, you know. But I, I did. I wasn't going to be going out and expecting for people to pay for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had I had to grow up on that one and just suck it up. So, but but it did teach me how to say. It did teach me, you know, like okay, I don't go to to this event on Thursday, but I can save money to go out to eat on Saturday night or something like that. So yeah, um, I totally understand why you would be that way. Um, and and now um, with me being older and me uh, becoming even more responsible, you know, if I'm, I'm, I'm the same way, As you if if I got it and 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 I can spare it then cool I mean it doesn't happen often
2: but you know um
1: and and the people who who I give it to I don't expect it back yeah you know but they do it anyway
0: and like the thing is like it what he says it's true that like uh you do get good fortune when you give back to people there's always you will always end up getting more things back but in this case, if someone is going to give me $100, I will take the $100. I am not going to just like force that person to not give that back to me. But in my, mm-hmm. you know, in my culture, like, you know, as an Eritrean person, it's like a thing where they fight. Like, they, like, they fight. I mean, like, I don't want that money. And like, they're literally like fighting. Like, they're about to fist fight. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, sorry, if it was me, if you're going to offer me $100, I'll take the $100. I have no issue. <laughs> you know, but like,
1: see, people like Slim, they, they took, Superstition really serious. And uh, but he also said that ever since he gave him that hundred dollars for the ring, he's had nothing but good things happening to him.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'd be cursed if if I were to take that back. Except for the fact that most of his band are dead, though. So. <laughs> like, oh my god. And he was like happy about it. He's like, Yeah, they're dead. He they're dead. dead, they're dead. Dead, dead, and dead,
1: like, dead. Dead, 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 dead.
2: I'm dying. Who's this? I don't know. Like, woo. Okay. Um. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I enjoyed that entire club scene from the special coffee. Um, what is that? They did not-
0: I didn't. I didn't understand that.
1: He put some hard liquor in there. Oh. And uh, judging by the way Cliff reacted.
2: I imagine that it's moonshine. Okay. Moonshine, oh my goodness. Uh,
1: there's so many names, uh, so many different names that people call it, but it's mainly known known as moonshine. That That moonshine is so strong, it will put hair on your chest. A lot of times you will find moonshine in the southern regions of the u.s um places like mississippi florida um but other people know how to make it in different areas too um they call so it's it's called corn liquor that's what it is It's corn liquor
2: um stronger than vodka stronger than gin stronger than tequila it's almost like you put the three together
1: and it is potent in its taste. It's potent in its smell. You cannot make it die down. There is nothing you can add to this to take away how alcoholic this tastes.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes well with uh sugary drink. Um, I once
1: went to Mississippi with my guy and his family and there was a gas station
2: that sold moonshine slushies oh wow yeah yeah i
1: i heard those two words and <laughs> we had we had to get it and mine was peach i think i think i had a peach and an apple one yeah
2: it was a1
1: <laughs> it was a1 but I can't drink it alone. I I, I could drink a lot of stuff by itself. That is not
2: one of them. I just, I'm like a real alcoholic. I'm,
1: I'm, I promise you I'm not an alcoholic. I just know a little something, something, but yeah. Um, so I believe that that's what he put in the coffee. Um, so I enjoy that moment when Cliff tries it and they don't say anything. Yeah. Especially when when Russell said, "Are you still drinking your special coffee?"
0: Oh, I didn't even notice.
1: <laughs> yes, and that moment, he, he, when he said, uh, "Can I offer you guys some coffee?" He was like, "Are you still drinking your special your special blend of coffee, or <laughs> either special blend or or are you still drinking your special coffee?" And he was like, "You know it," and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna pass," <laughs> and. Cliff kind of looks like, you know. Well, why are you passing on it? Like,
2: is it a, a bad roast? What's going on? You
1: know. Mm-hmm. And then he pours himself some. He, oh, oh <laughs> mm. you could go to jail for this. <laughs> no, he said you can get arrested for this. And he is slim is tickled to no end. <laughs> slim he. I like sweet
0: old me. <laughs> you know, what question. Like I have man. one he's question. One I have one question, though. So, you know, Russell says that he's known Slim for 30 years. Or, sorry, 50 years. And, um, mm-hmm. like, in 1930-something. Um, and But the thing is, in 1930, is, wasn't there a segregation? Like, wouldn't she not be allowed to be friends with a white person? Um. Uh, I don't know. I unless I yeah. missed something in history.
1: <laughs> no. Um. So, at least in the 30s, um, you are correct that you know segregation was a thing and it was a big thing, especially in that uh, time frame. Um. And there's no telling how they were able to even be in the same space yeah because he mentions them being in Louisiana.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, that's one of the worst places to be,
0: yeah,
1: to you know, be cultivating an interracial relationship. Um, so I imagine
2: that Slim was the main event, mm-hmm. and that Russell was in the background. um. But also, I don't, I don't know, because uh, Russell was he went to Hellman, which yeah. was in Virginia,
1: and he had been traveling, you know. <laughs> you know uh, and I want to, I want to say he said that he was class of nineteen thirty four, and so like the year, the year that he gave Slim or the year that he
2: mentioned meeting Slim was nineteen thirty six. they were pretty sneaky back then
0: they have to i don't know i just it just seems very weird like this just that's what i'm saying this whole storyline just doesn't really make sense to me what yeah
1: (laughs) i i totally understand it
0: yeah so
1: i don't know i think they just
0: i think they just needed a filler for this episode i think i don't know but you never maybe it's one of those things that we're not supposed to pay attention to true 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 that is true (laughs) because they would they you know you know they quick
1: to drop something in there
0: yeah uh so we're gonna go to the main storyline which is the drum major so i i didn't know much about drum major i've seen this episode like many times but i really didn't Mm -hmm. like understand it so what google says is a drum major or a field commander is the leader of a marching band drum and something something pipe band uh usually positioned as the head of the band um yeah and in this case, uh, Vanessa has mentioned that it's mostly been a guy. But the yeah. thing is, um, Felicia Rashad was a drum major in high school. So she was a female drum major and this is- probably, She was a major, really? Yeah, it literally, someone uh, on Twitter said um, she, uh, blah, 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 blah. she was a drum major in high school and she graduated from some high school in Texas. So yeah, wow. So like, drum
1: majors, they okay. So my experience with seeing drum majors
2: is from colleges. Um, I went to two high schools, and and neither one of them had
1: anything close to a band. So,
2: um,
1: my mom went to an HBCU, and so did I but she gave me, she took me to homecoming because her tradition is to go down to her college's homecoming every year. Um, she hasn't gone, of course, since the pandemic, but she was on it and she's a part of the alumni association. She went to Lincoln university in Jefferson
2: city, Missouri, and they have uh, I forgot the name of their band. Um, but a drum major, yes, they are the leader of the band. Um,
1: typically, they have a routine that they do, like a dance routine. And
2: they they have like a staff. And they wear this, uh, They they wear a uniform that's really classy and distinguished and they have they they have a whistle bands spend so many hours practicing
1: they 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 practice the music they practice the formation they practice the movements everything um i went to alabama
2: state university and in the dorm that i lived in um, the you the band where the band practiced was, it wasn't far okay
1: and I was able to hear all the songs that they would be practicing um, and sometimes on a good day and when I say that I mean like if the sun is still up um, I, I could see the majorettes dancing with them
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I've never heard well no, I don't. I'm not going to say that I've never heard of a female drum major. I personally do not know one, mm-hmm. and traditionally, I've always known for a drum major to be a guy.
0: Well, I think if Felicia, but it is
1: it's it's good to know that Felicia Rashad was one. I,
0: I think for her, she it was because it was high school. It wasn't like she did it for Howard. Like I don't, I don't think she yeah, was it but, for Howard, but uh,
1: just period.
0: I've yeah. never seen.
1: female drum major now um the way that the band is normally set up there are the drum majors there's normally about three of them maybe
2: four um and behind them are the majorettes Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and then it starts the band
0: I see um
1: you you see a lot of it in drumline I was about to say what is that Nick Cannon movie
2: drumline drum drum line.
0: you know the one thing I'm thinking of because the way that you're explaining it have you seen uh on Netflix Beyonce's uh you know the like Coachella yes like, there yes. was I think there was like a woman that was blowing the whistle a few times and then they just do the whole yes. thing yeah yeah so there was That's a female about. on that and on that <laughs> you're right you're but, right that was Beyonce <laughs> so. you're right
1: um so I, I retract my statement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that wasn't or too. yeah. That wasn't a real like. I don't know if I would you consider that a real thing because it was just part of a show. It wasn't.
1: I think Beyonce had a real band. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't know where they came from, yeah. but I think she had an HBCU
1: band.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe, and it's just
2: like how how Lizzo has like I think her her band is all female.
0: Yeah hey I love it yeah savior. thank y'all um so yeah so Vanessa's practicing because for the first time they're allowing women or I think they're just planning to go to the tryouts like her and three of her other girlfriends and mm-hmm. uh Kenny's there of course you know he's always there to say something um and says like you can't be a gym major you know it's only for boys uh and Vanessa says it's like that is true because at first Rudy was like no a, a girl could be a drum major and Vanessa was like no it, it is true that it's only been guys but for this time they're, they're going to try out and uh they like hope to become a drum major and so then yeah. Kenny just starts saying like very sexist things saying like <sighs> a woman like could not do like a man's job or, or something like to that extent and I was just like what is this? He, <laughs> he said my brother says, and, and oh, I'm
1: I'm tired of Kenny and his brother.
2: <laughs> I'm tired of y'all.
1: Um he said, my brother said that a man does not want to see a woman doing a man's job. And I'm like, Kenny, excuse you. Like I, I I really wonder at what age if if at all. At what age does boy realizes that his brother was crazy? Yeah, because he keeps raising his brother to be this toxic little boy, <laughs> and and Kenny continues to be loud and wrong. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. Yeah, but but yeah, um, yeah. So he told Vanessa that, and Vanessa was basically. You know, Kenny, you sound crazy. Mm -hmm. And 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 Rudy had her back because I I forgot specifically what Vanessa said, but then Rudy said, "Oh um, yeah, you I don't." Boom!
0: Burned your words. I think like he would never be married or like will never be with a woman or something like to that extent. Yeah, yeah. She was
1: boom! Burned your (laughs) words. And Uh, and it kind of reminded me of uh, Simba and Nala. That's the what? perfect. That's the perfect way to describe the both of them. Um, so in The Lion King, there's a moment where uh where Nala and Simba are like they're cubs and they're like play fighting. And Nala goes, Pinja, and then they get to the rolling down the hill and oh, then she okay. goes, Pinja again. <laughs> I love them, I love them. That's the perfect way to describe them from that. Yeah, from now on, I'm gonna look at Rudy and Kenny as Simba and Nala,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though they came afterward.
0: Yeah, and so uh, Vanessa starts practicing again, you know, Rudy's playing the music for her and uh, Cliff and um, Russell come in and are proud of Vanessa. And then they start talking about like stories of people from like their time. Uh, you know, there's Peter Pointexter. Um, and uh, <sighs> and Cliff starts showing how it, he was, and then Russell talk-
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Russell talks about Walter Lomax um, and what he did yes. in 1934. Um, and then uh, they start arguing who was the better drum major and all that stuff. And then apparently, um, Russell tells the story of Walter who threw a baton up in the air. And he let the band go, and they came back seven days later. And he caught the same baton that was thrown up in the air seven days before. And I'm like, and then Rudy was like, "Is it true?" Because I was like, I, "I'm like her." And and he was like, "Yeah, I, I'd be lying." Um, or something to the extent to like, if I was lying, I, I'll be hit, hit hidden by a bunch of falling batons, and everyone runs. And I'm like, "How do you believe that?" Uh, you know. It just shows or it goes
1: to show that Cliff acquired his dramatic gene from his father. Mm -hmm. Because that was the most dramatic argument or debate about who was the better drum agent. First, (laughs) because see, Cliff don't like to be outdone. (laughs) All he said was. Peter Point Dexter was 6'4", you know, and he doing the whole background thing. And then Russell comes in talking about a tall guy. And so I believe that Walter Lomax was about 6'8". Because, you know, men back then were tall. They were huge. So and when he goes, oh, oh, and I'm like, y'all, <laughs> I love the picture, picture of painting. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets to the point where he's like, actually, I remembered Peter Poindexter is actually 6'10, and he did this and he did that. And I'm like, why you got to keep trying to one up this man?
0: I know. What, what's wrong with you? Yeah.
1: We we get it. But it it was funny. It was cute. Um but I was really proud of Vanessa for for wanting to go out for this. Um Yeah. It it, it seemed like something she would have had her heart into.
0: Yeah, unfortunately that didn't make she shouldn't make it because the guys...
2: was
0: Yeah. They the, the judges they already knew they were going to pick a guy even though the girls were way better at being the drum major, and uh, you know Vanessa explains it to Theo and basically uh, hits uh, she hits Theo, and she yeah. and he was like, "Why are you hitting me? Because you are a guy."
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's it be like that sometimes.
0: Yeah, that, that's,
1: uh, that, it's it's not good, but it be like that sometimes.
0: Yeah. So, um, so Theo says something way worse by saying. I think you should go home and have a good cry, and Vanessa's like, "Why would you tell me something this stupid?" And then so sort of she leaves, and I'm like, "Yeah, it is stupid. Why would you assume that that's how I'm gonna like?" I forgot that he said that, and now I take
1: it back. He deserved to be hit. He mm-hmm. just got it too early because I would have hit him right then and there. Enough. Yeah. Why would you tell me to go home? Just like Vanessa said, why do women have to go home and cry? Mm-hmm. Now, not that crying shows a sign of weakness. No, it doesn't, because if I'm crying, I might be tired of whatever it is that's mm. that's making me cry, and I'm okay to feel that way. And they say and it's so healthy to cry. You, male, exactly. So are you, male? But you know, all of that macho is what make you think that you know it's not okay. Um, and I actually have a friend who is. I'm not going to even try try to uh, say what his actual profession is. And I'm only saying that because I don't want to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say in a general sense, he's a counselor. Um, but he also um, is heavy in uh, Black sociology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he does TikTok videos uh, addressing issues like why men think that it's uh either gay or feminine to cry um toxicity within the black, male, and female community like he speaks on a lot of things, yeah, um and actually, you can find him it's, his name is my name super long <laughs> uh on there because it really is um he's and he's Nigerian actually, okay, yeah, um. But let me recheck. Yeah, I would have hit the O because that that was like very sexist to say. Yeah, um, maybe I could just be upset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, maybe I maybe I can handle my emotions the way that I want to handle my emotions, and if I cry by my emotions, you would not be literally belittle me and make me feel the way. Yeah. Because of how I'm feeling. And you're not going to chalk up me feeling my feelings to me being a woman because I'm human before anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. True that. Um, so, yeah,
1: he, he needed to get hit upside of the head.
0: Yeah. So uh, Theo's friends come from the, the tryouts and he's surprised that they were even there. And that they were actually the judges. The three of them were the three male judges. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were saying how great the... Like, they were talking about the the women. Like, they were saying, oh, the, like, how they look. look, they were amazing, all this stuff. Uh, but they still managed to just pick a guy. And Theo was like, like, did you not see the other woman? And they were like, yeah, but, like, no matter what, we are picking a guy. And Theo, like, is surprised to even hear that. Um what what do you think about that? I was upset
1: because when I listened to Vanessa talk about the results and when I heard them in comparison to what Theo pulled out of, out of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, one, I was automatically heated because it it goes, it plays into the what I what what I was talking about last episode with the double standard and what i heard was you chose somebody who was not as good as the girls, simply because he's a guy and why would you sacrifice that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like what is so wrong about seeing a girl be a drum major
0: yeah
1: and it's almost like you made the girls suffer because you yourselves are not the drum majors
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you are just band members yeah and, and then also why who, whose idea was it to have band members choose the drum majors
0: yeah i don't know i don't know how this how does it work on a normal i don't know how. to it my
1: knowledge it's the band directors okay um It'll be the band directors and then maybe a current drum major. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who was actually the person leading the band and not playing in it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there's uh, no more than four. So it may be one or two of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they already, dis- they discuss how, how they're going to do the process and what they're looking for and they they let it be known what they're looking for and then they go from there Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but you know you're not you're not about to get the tuba the snare and the trumpet sitting on the panel to choose somebody to lead the band
0: yeah
1: you know but again probably something that we weren't supposed to be paying attention to
0: yeah um, and so th- the next day, Theo, you know, comes home with the news saying that he actually went to the principal and told the principal what happened and they're doing all brand new tryouts tonight um, and there's new judges and uh, Vanessa comes home because he tells us to Claire first and then uh, Vanessa comes home and is like, oh my God, there are going to be new tryouts. And, uh, and you know, Theo was like, oh, how, how did that happen? And Vanessa says, because they knew how good we were. I don't like, if I was Theo, I I, would have been honest with her and be like, I'm the reason why. (laughs) That's what
1: I was thinking, you know? (laughs) On one hand, it is very noble of Theo for him to not have told Vanessa, Mm -hmm. like, hey, I went back and made it happen. But on the other hand, no, I need you to know that I went to bat for you. Yeah. I need you to know that I wanted to I wanted you to have a second chance. You know, but it was really nice. Um can we cross back over to the other storyline? Yeah. Where
0: uh Cliff makes the eight alarm chili. Yeah, why was that like like it has to take three days to make? Like I don't understand. So it takes three days to make because uh,
1: he, he said, if you taste it on the first day, uh, it's going to be like, ooh, now nah. Like, it's just going to be all heat. If you taste it on the second day, it's going to feel like, it's, it's going to taste like, oh, somebody's grandmother made this chili. But uh, when you taste it on the third day, that's when it's just right.
0: does it really take three days to make chili? I've never eat no. chili because I don't like to eat chili. But oh <laughs> uh, no, it chili is a one day thing. Oh, okay, um,
1: he's just he's just being really extra. <laughs> okay, just checking, just checking. Yeah,
0: because
1: <laughs> I thought the same thing too. I was like, how do you make three day chili? Like by the third day, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now, now in the one day that chili ma- chili takes. If you want to be as extra as Cliff was being, I can see Chili taking three hours,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, um, I, I can see some time being taken out to allow the peppers to to take hold to the mm-hmm. Chili and, and do their thing and become the aid alarm. Yeah. But not three days. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the reason why they prolonged the three days was just to, you know, increase the heat or the drama of the of the chili,
0: yeah. And then because he puts
1: see Claire. He, he puts, puts peppers.
0: Yeah, he puts like some hot chili peppers, as though he said.
1: Yeah, he yeah. Put, he put six of the hottest peppers, uh, in the world in there. And I'm not sure if what I actually saw um on camera. What I'm not sure if that was the actual hottest pepper. To my knowledge, the the hottest pepper that I know of is the Carolina Reaper.
0: What does that look like?
1: I want to say that it's red.
0: Okay, yeah, well, his is green, right?
1: Yeah, but there might be a green. I'm not sure. Let's let's look and see. Carolina Reaper.
0: Yeah. So uh, he puts that in, and then you know, Rudy wants to try it. Um, but he's like, no, you cannot, because or else you're gonna burn your mouth out. Um, uh huh. And so, but at the same time, she needs to go see uh, get an encyclopedia for her s- study. Yo, I have, I have ex, ex- uh, I can never say the word. The encyclopedia is at my house still, which is crazy. Cause uh-huh. I, I told my dad, I was like, let's just throw it out. We're not gonna need it. And he's like, no, we, we need them. I'm like, we have the internet now, so I don't understand. But anyways, um, <laughs> but people can put misinformation. On the internet, so I I feel
1: them. I fill them to a degree. So I'm looking the Carolina Reaper. It is red. I was correct. Okay. Um, it (laughs) it looks really shriveled. Um, kind of like how if you leave a bell pepper out.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or like if you leave it in the refrigerator. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Have you seen a Scotch bonnet pepper before?
0: No.
1: Um. Okay. But you said um,
0: Shrivolt,
1: right? Yeah. yeah but like a scotch mean. so a scotch bonnet, um, it it looks like the yellow uh bell pepper, the little baby ones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it kind of it it just looks like it looks like a red scotch bonnet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: pepper. Um it ha- it it has the green stem on top. Um, but yeah, those are the hottest of the hottest. Um I probably will never I, eat I that never in my know lifetime. How to. There is a chip and I wanna is it paqui Packy? Um, have you heard of the one chip challenge?
0: No. I probably oh, I will never do it though. It sounds like you, it's no, something. You, sh- you should you oh, should not. Okay, like, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so it is
1: uh it's basically like a Dorito.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think they said that uh it was discovered in South Africa. Um, but it comes in its own packaging. Mm-hmm. And you know how uh Doritos are covered in uh the cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. It has it's like it's Carolina Reaper cheese sauce. Okay, and so people have been all over social media eating ch- like doing a challenge eating this chip trying to see how long you can eat it before you give up on eating it or so it's like how long full, you can eat
0: it before you start crying it's a full bag of that the of that chip no it's, it's just one oh okay it, it it's just
1: one chip and it's individually wrapped and then put into a box
0: the one chip challenge huh The chip is spelled
1: P-A-C-Q-U-I. Yeah,
0: I see it, I see it, I see it. Yeah, that's not my thing. (laughs) And so a funny
1: story, at work, I had the fourth graders one day. And one of the boys had the chip. And he had more than one. Mm -hmm. And when it was time for them to have lunch, he passed them out to a few friends. And they shared with other friends.
0: This looks disgusting. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I know, <laughs> right? I, yeah. I, looking at what it looks like, it, it looks very... It's
1: super red. Yes, it is uncomfortably red.
0: Yeah, why would you someone want to put that in their mouth?
1: Exactly. And next thing I knew, the classroom went from ha-ha to Lamaze class.
0: Oh, those sorry. kids were
1: they're like I need one I need more. I said no baby you need milk <laughs> and plenty of it that day was so hilarious we had to provide them so much milk um we had to give like we gave them milk and ice water back to back uh-huh
2: and like, I had
1: some people that, that were crying and I mean, I felt bad, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> it's, too, it's, it's too funny. And the moment that we, uh, that we see Flair having that one taste, cause I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no, she's about to eat the chili. Did you see how much was on that
0: spoon? Oh the one uh, for Claire! Oh, it was a lot. Was oh a lot. my goodness, it was a lot. And I was like,
1: "Oh Lord, she about to have her mouth on but fire." She,
0: couldn't she smell the spice though? <laughs> I feel like he could smell it. So, so,
1: I think she only smelled the regular chili spices because the peppers hadn't steeped for that long. Yeah, he had he had just put them in there, and so he was just saying that, like you know, as soon as I put them in there, are you gonna taste the spice? But mm-hmm. you have to let it basically distribute throughout the entire chili for it to be, you know, effective. Yes. For it and it's not done. Yeah, so she, she had it right away. Pepper. Yeah. So that that same moment was the moment that uh that the fourth graders had. <laughs> and it was very memorable. I cannot wait to talk. You know what? I'm gonna to talk to them about it today. Cause that's going to be hilarious. It's just that
0: her um, eyes. You can see her eyes just open up like and immediately, she, and she wants to scream, <laughs> like, and she can't because yeah. she knows that he's going to laugh
1: at her. And as soon as he walks into the kitchen, she had just swallowed it all, and she tried She's trying to hold her composure,
0: and like he gives her like like little water, not even enough, like just like a <sighs> like the tongue, t- like it was like a si- not even sip of water. Can't not point. even. I thought he was gonna pull out the milk. I thought he was gonna pull out milk. Yeah, is isn't it bad to have water? Are you supposed to have milk, right? yeah, you're supposed to have milk, right? Yes,
1: you're supposed to have milk because water will not help. It it'll um it's almost like your, your tongue will get dry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So but even then I'm like, if you are gonna give her water, you gotta give her more water than that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like you you give her a shot. Like I know, it was like a shot of water.
1: <laughs> like sir. Can you not? And he, <laughs> he is just getting all the joy in laughing at her while doing this. Yeah. And just to just just to see her grabbing on his shirt, like, oh,
0: well. and yeah, and he, he knew what happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man. And and then you know what? Now that I, I think about it, in that same moment where Theo tells but uh doesn't tell Vanessa about what he did. A kiss. And Claire gave right. Claire gave him a kiss and he was like, Oh mom, you've been in dad's chili. I'm like, Wow. Th- these full circle moments are hilarious. Yes. I'm totally enjoying it.
0: Yeah. And, and then
1: I see that they ate the chili.
0: Yeah, afterwards, yeah. But then I think that but was nobody actually. Nobody
1: really said anything.
0: But that was like three but that was like the next day, I think.
1: Right. But like they didn't. You know, nobody was, whoo, this thing is hot, hot, you know. Like, it just, it was just like he had regular chili.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I I got eight
1: alarm chili. I expect my head to pop off my neck. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, And so, uh, so Vanessa comes back from the tryouts. And of course, she still didn't make it. Some like six foot, I don't know, three girl or yes, six foot. Three inches tall girl uh, got the the, the part, um, mm-hmm. and she showed up out of nowhere. Uh, so she was still, you know, felt horrible about it. Uh, and Slim decides to give her a hundred dollars that originally was given from Russell into his mm-hmm. his pocket. And I'm like, damn, you <laughs> you know, Russell so right? Well. You knew right then and there. Because like you know,
1: and, and you know, I think about that a lot how a lot of TV shows have those moments. And I'm like, how could you know? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean, I guess Russell did try to be slick and put it in his coat pocket. Yeah. You know, and he just played it off so well, putting his hands in his pocket. And then he was, I got something for you. And you think your grandfather would like it too. Here you go. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, you sly devil, you. Yeah. You know, and it it was really sweet. Uh, Vanessa was, it, it was, it was a good pick-me-up mm-hmm. for Vanessa. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Because again, I like sweet old meals. <laughs> you, you can't resist. Like, old pe- sweet old people, oh man. Oh man, I just want to sit up and just gain all your wisdom.
0: <laughs> oh, and you know, he mentions how like, he, he likes being old, like, You know, a lot of people Mm. complain about they don't want to grow up. They don't want to get older. But he says being old is actually great. You know, the the life experience that you've had and just that you get to at this point in life, just to relax and do what you want to do, basically. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: It is, you know, it is a privilege because everybody doesn't make it.
0: True. Yeah, that is true. Because all his friends are dead now. (laughs) I know, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, and he and he got to be about eight or something years old at this point. Pro-
0: yeah, probably. Ooh. I um so
1: a lot of knowledge.
0: Yeah, so that is the end of the episode. So there was uh, Earl Hyman as Russell Huxable dub taylor mm-hmm. who was the old man that you like um <laughs> he's uh the uh, been in 261 cre- like he has 261 credits like, since wow working from 1938 to 1994 when he passed away so it's wow. he had a long career um he, he, wow now i used, gotta
1: look him up yeah
0: he used to be uh he used to be credited as a uh, cannonball taylor and then of course ball, Taylor. Yeah, that's how he used to be credited in the 30s and the 40s. So that sounds like
1: uh
0: somebody that Cliff would talk about from the army. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Or, but you know what? They have Tailwind Taylor. Yes. In that episode. Oh, speaking of which, well, not that episode, but last episode, we talked about Elvin wearing Cliff's pajamas. Yes. And we talked about how we felt like we saw that those pajamas before. Yeah. I remember where we saw them now. Well, not
0: remembered. I was reminded. So, um, do you all get TV one? I I don't have TV one i have I s I've I've watched TV one before when I'm in the States, but not here. Okay. Um was it so, on TV?
1: <laughs> yeah. So every morning they at seven o'clock, they play an episode of the Cosby show.
0: Seven o'clock and seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm and... surprised they're playing it on t- television now. Because uh-huh. they, you remember they took it off completely. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, there's a marathon I think on Fridays. Oh man, I wish I had TV. And you, you know the, you know how I used they to. They have watch... a streaming app. Oh, do they? Um, I yeah, used to. I, get I, I used to watch the Cosby Show on uh, TBS back in the day, like when I was a kid before yeah, the streaming time. That was they on did every come on TBS every morning. I'd watch it uh before i go to school like that that was my life (laughs) yeah that that's
1: that's what tv one is for me Mm -hmm. i was i was watching everything (laughs) in the morning and so they play the cosby show and after that they play living single Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: before that they play a different world um and it's the episode of denise gets a d okay
0: so we've already that's season three yeah so
1: you're right yeah So, um, it was at the end of the episode, uh, where Claire was in the bed and Cliff came out of the bathroom. Exactly. And I saw, I was like, (laughs) 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 oh man, I was, I was so relieved because I was actually going to go digging to see like, where did we see these degenerates? Yeah. So I was like, wow, that, that is. A coincidence, a very strong coincidence,
0: coincidence. yes. <laughs> um, and so, uh, the rest of the cast so we had Dion Richard as, uh, you know, Kenny Bud, whatever you call him. Um, we have Claude. yeah,
1: Kenny Jordan, you
0: know, he <laughs> yeah. was, was Jordan Jordan, from yeah, from Sister Sister. Uh, Claude Brooks as Donnie. Uh, he's uh, he's done mostly producing. Um, okay. he's he's uh, produced uh, like Hip Hop Harry. And like the whole franchise of <laughs> Harry, yeah. Go 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 go
1: go go!
0: Yeah, that? yeah. So he's been doing that. Was he's been producing more now? He's not really been acting lately, but he has acted in the movie The Whiz, uh, the show What's Happening wow. Now, Amen, Two Two Seven, Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. He's disappeared on all of those. So okay, yeah, I have to look him up because I recently finished Two Two Seven like two
1: months ago. No, was it two months ago? Yeah, like two, between one to two months, mm-hmm. I watched it on Amazon Prime and I finished it. Oh, oh that was so quite- wow! That's a lot of popular credit.
0: Yeah, um, and then uh, Eddie Costard. I-, I can never say the last name Custard, uh as uh, Gerald uh, Hazen. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, 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 my words. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, Jeffrold. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong. So I apologize. He was the man that was. Um, in the in the club um oh okay the muslim uh he has 11 credits but he passed away uh in 2003 at the age of 75 and then there's Troy wow. Wishbush Wish a uh, uh, windbush i mm-hmm. i'm sorry so bad this is like the hard part i
1: understand cuz <laughs> it happens to me often
0: yeah um as danny and then of course Sabrina and Jeffrey did not appear in this episode but right. I want to say there's a fun fact, and I had to rewatch this scene because I, I didn't notice it in the in the moment. But according to IMBD, uh, when Vanessa finds out she didn't get chosen to be a drum major, she hits Theo on his left arm. Throughout the conversation, mm-hmm. Theo holds and rubs his left arm. After Vanessa leaves, he rubs his right arm. So there is a continuity oh, error right there. You know
1: there. what? I did notice that, but I didn't really pay close attention to yeah. it. But I, I, I see it because he, like, walks back towards a locker. Yeah. When he does it. Yeah. Because first he's out. Why did you hit me? Yeah. Because you were a guy. And then when they go deeper into the conversation, he's like,
0: Vanessa. Yeah. Wow. So there's whoever was a script supervisor for this episode did not do their tra- job properly. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Shame on you. We're calling you out. Yes, because <laughs> you know I, I I tell people like just from my experience of working on set, a script supervisor is a person that makes sure that the continuity is correct, that we're doing okay. everything correct. Because like as a director or a producer, you don't you don't think about the little details sometimes. Like like mm-hmm. you, as a director, you do think about details, but like there there's things where like little things that they did, like if they touch their hair on this side, like you don't notice like if they did that in one take so to add to continue on to the next take you don't notice it like because you're focusing more on the performance than you are about the little things but the script supervisor is the one who looks at that detail being like oh they did this with their hair or they did this with their arm you know what i mean so they're the one who has to keep the continuity so that's why i'm blaming the script supervisor on this because that's their fault <laughs> and you've heard it here first straight <laughs> yes.
1: from the set
0: yes but uh, it was great having you on again on this episode. you want to plug your what, your social media?
1: Sure. Um, you can find me on TikTok at DJ Shea Baby. Um, you can find me on Twitter at I Love Them 90s, capital I, capital L, capital T, nine, zero. And I think that's about it that I'm going to put out there. Um, yeah. Remember to self-care remember to do what you want to do ron Isley said it best. he said it's your thing do what you want to do i can't tell you who to soccer to.
0: <laughs> great way to, to end the show right there um and we'll have you back uh next week i believe uh for the show must go on so yay yeah uh so i'll talk to you all on the next one bye bye y'all